This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. Today is June 5th, and I'm Jesper Ganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. Who is ready to go back to June-like temperatures? After some chilly morning lows, even cooler than average days, we're back to feeling like the month itself as we've warmed today to a high of 78 degrees. Now, today, mostly cloudy skies will rule. We'll get little breaks of sun here and there, and by no means is today a washout, but you can't completely rule out a spot shower anytime this morning. But if you're trying to plan your day around staying dry, just remember the better chance for showers, a few rumbles of thunder, even a few downpours, is anytime after 4 and 5 o'clock, that threat increases. So it'll be a wetter second half in the afternoon, more so in the evening, and we'll still have showers and thunderstorms through late tonight, perhaps even overnight a few more showers that lead into a wet start Thursday morning. But I think after getting through maybe an early shower as late as 7 or 8 o'clock Thursday morning, we then dry out and clear out. Mostly cloudy Thursday morning to mostly sunny Thursday afternoon. And friends, I'm telling you, we've rounded a corner where you find that mid 70s tomorrow feel really nice. It's 80 with mostly sunny skies Friday. Did I mention 78 degrees Saturday with mostly sunny skies and tons of sun for Sunday, getting back to a high of 81 degrees. A gorgeous weekend is still in play. Even early next week, we find more sunshine and lower 80s Monday. Maybe a shower late Monday night, leading into a couple of showers Tuesday. But all in all, we're going to have a solid at least three or four days to dry out, warm up, and yes, it's all met with sunshine just in time for a fun June weekend with Americade in town. Of course, you're talking about the Pride Festival in Albany. Any outdoor plans this weekend, don't forget sunglasses, your sunblock, and a chance to enjoy beautiful days straight ahead. I'm Jasper Gancy with your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. Breaking news out of Niskayuna now. Major water main break on Rosendale Road and Mohawk Road, shutting down the road in that area. Yeah, big section of it. News to NBC's Jamie DeLine live on the scene now. Crews working to fix that problem. This began overnight, Jamie. That's right, Ryan. Crews got here around midnight to fix a water main break. They've dug up a portion of Mohawk Road in a part of someone's driveway. Now, they say it's one of the main water lines that supplies water for the town. About 25 homes in the area currently do not have water. Roughly 15 of those homes are located here on Mohawk Road. They don't know how long it will take to repair the water main, but they say it could take up to six to eight hours before the water is even back on. Now a portion of Mohawk Road from County Clare to Rosendale Road will be closed until it's fixed and we will let you know when we learn more information. But for now, reporting live in Niskayuna, I'm Jamie DeLine, News 10 ABC. Johnstown's interim athletic director Mike Satterley says he met with coaches and boosters to figure out how to raise the $300,000 needed to keep sports next year. Voters failed to pass the budget last month, meaning funding for sports is cut right now for next year. If a June 18th budget vote passes, the district will help fund transportation for athletics. However, they can't start fundraising for sports until after that vote. Everything must be in by the end of August. It's happening at the state capitol today. Advocates will push for the passage of a bill that would get rid of non-medical vaccines vaccine exemptions. According to the State Department of Health, as of June 2nd, there were 839 cases of the measles in New York State alone and were amid a nationwide outbreak. Right now, a bill in both chambers would require all children attending public schools to be vaccinated regardless of religious beliefs. Today's rally begins at noon. 
The man accused of breaking into an Amsterdam home and assaulting one of the people inside is now in custody. 33-year-old Akeem Cordes was spotted inside a home on Hibbard Street after first responders were called out to that home for an emergency. Cordes is accused of breaking into a home on Pulaski Street, pulling out a handgun, hitting a person with it. EMS called in his description when they saw him yesterday. Police arrived and took him into custody. Good news for a local community ambulance service now back in business after closing due to financial stress. As of right now, the Johnstown Area Volunteer Ambulance Corps can offer basic life support services. JVAC ceased operations back in March after call volume dropped for their coverage area, which is the city of Johnstown and parts of the town of Johnstown. A bill now waiting the governor's signature as New York works to become the first state to ban the practice of declawing cats. Advocates from the PAW Project have been working to get the ban passed for nearly five years. Current legislation would only allow vets to declaw a cat for therapeutic purposes. Under the bill, punishment for declawing a cat would be a fine of up to $1,000. And hey, Rockin' on the River debuts tonight over in Troy. How excited are we? The annual concert series, free 10 weeks, kicks off with local favorite Skeeter Creek. Again, 5 o'clock in Troy, Riverfront Park. Summer is indeed knocking on the door, even though the temperatures aren't there yet. And happening today, the third annual Henry Johnson Day in Albany. Preparations have been going on for weeks now. This marks the 101st anniversary of the act of valor in World War I that posthumously earned Henry Johnson the Medal of Honor from former President Barack Obama. Today's ceremony will begin at 10 o'clock in Livingston Park. And listen up, Nutella fans. A major strike at the world's largest Nutella factory? Shutting down production lines over there in France. That's a little disconcerting for people, but we're told uh, production has not been affected. At least the, the product hasn't been affected yet on store shelves. No Nutella shortage as of yet, but I stress as of yet, some 160 employees have been on strike over pay since May 28th at that factory there in France, so beware. A throwback to the summer of last year now, when Death Wish Coffee rocketed into space. Now the world's strongest coffee is heading back to the International Space Station, this time as the subject of some zero-gravity experiments. Yeah, astronauts will test whether or not black coffee can kill a certain type of bacteria in space the same way it does here on Earth. How cool is that? That experiment expected to last about four weeks. This morning, there's a growing confrontation on tariffs between President Trump and his own party. Well, there is uh, not much support in my conference for tariffs, that's for sure. The president is promising to slap a 5% tariff on all Mexican goods starting Monday unless he's satisfied with Mexico's attempts to stem the flow of migrants crossing the border. The tariff could rise to 25% in the coming months. Top Republicans are now warning the Trump administration not to move forward with the plan, fearing the impact on American consumers. Republican lawmakers are now suggesting they may have a veto-proof majority to stop the president. The tariffs would increase the cost of consumer products from Mexico, items from washing machines to produce like avocados. Chipotle says it could cost the company $15 million a year, likely forcing it to raise menu prices. One economist says the tariffs could amount to one of the largest tax increases in decades. This 5% tariff will, on top of the other tariffs that the president has either enacted or threatened, you know, add up to be one of the largest tax increases in the last 30 years. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer predicts the president won't go through with this threat. I believe that he will back off when faced with the opposition among 
uh, business among his own Republicans. And when he sees what a dumb movie is made. But overnight, the president firing back on Twitter, calling Schumer a creep and saying the senator would rather have our country fail with drugs and immigration than give Republicans a win. But he gave Mexico bad advice. No bluff. Janae Norman, ABC News, New York. Starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.